Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're here today in Nashville, Tennessee, to introduce a voice to the world. And it's one that's not easily understood for two reasons. He was born a hair lip in a charity ward in South Carolina. And he doesn't talk plain, so you'll have to pay close attention. And two, the majority of the listeners to this record have instant disbelief in themselves. And you may even find it hard to believe what he has accomplished can happen to you too. The hardest part of achieving is believing. The man who is behind this voice you're about to hear is a living example that anyone can achieve success when they develop their proper attitude and self-confidence in themselves. Four years ago, he was flat broke. He failed three times in the door-to-door -door sewing machine business, but he could not be denied. You'll read about his life story in John Frasca's bestseller, Con Man a Saint, how he borrowed a $5,000 investment and now has turned it into 41 corporations worth over millions and millions of dollars. What caused his phenomenal success? Was it his education? No. He had an eighth grade education. What is, was it his business genius? Oh no, he failed three times in business. What was it then? What sparked this man from the plow fields, a sharecropper's son, now to the heights above the clouds where he travels internationally in his companies that have expanded into 15 foreign countries with assets multiplied many times over. Well, you know the greatest thing about it? This, too, can happen to you. This man we are to hear, to hear today is a symbol of hope. He's a symbol of the American dream. What free enterprise can do to young men who have a burning desire and want to achieve. He's here to show you how you, too, can become great because you were born to be. Years ago, he started a company and he went into the cosmetic business because it was a profitable business. He had a dream, a burning desire to help people become great, but he couldn't broadcast it because he had no track record. So he went into a profitable business and he multiplied that many times over. Now he has his track record. He has other subsidiaries, related companies, cosmetics, hair fashions, a trucking firm, his own land company, many other corporations that support the initial company that proved his business success and laid down the principles that we want to share with you today. And then he started his dream, a company with a unique name. Now just what does that mean? Well, he feels every person was born to be great, born to be a king, the world is thrown, but very few people step up because they don't believe something great can happen to them. We're here today to tell you that something good can happen to you. The answer is in the next hour on this record. Listen closely and see if you can find the little spark that'll get you going. Listen as he tells you his background and how he overcome obstacles, and you'll find that the bumps up the mountain or what you climb on. You'll find that the obstacles that you face every day will give you the key to success. And we believe that that's good judgment. And the way you obtain good judgment is through experience. And the way you obtain experience is bad judgment. This man has taken the bad judgments made in life, used it as experience, and turned it into good judgment and become a phenomenal success in his time. The first course is an attitude course to give you the terminology, the goals, the purpose, the desire in life that you need to achieve success. It shows you how to start, how to begin. 
Adventure 2 is a follow-through course, an in-depth study of the human personality that probes into the self to give you self-understanding so you can understand others. And then you'll become the success that you were meant to be. You'll achieve your heritage, greatness in the individual. Adventure 3 will teach you what you need to know about salesmanship. And the first thing you'll find out is that you have to know how to sell yourself. Then you can sell yourself to others, and then you can sell products. Adventure 4 is the art of success with people, getting along with people, being able to handle people, being able to understand people. If you want an executive position in the job that you hold today, this is the course you need to take. If you want to learn how to get along with others, this is the course you need to be in, because that is Glenn Turner's secret. And he'll share it with you today. He doesn't hide it. He shares his success with others. And you'll find that the only talent that this man proclaims is the ability to organize other people's talent. And you do this through the practice of getting along with other people, being able to manage people. If you're interested in success, if you have a burning desire, listen to him closely as he shares his background and knowledge with you. And you'll find out you too can achieve exactly what this man has achieved if you'll just believe in number one, believe in yourself. He has a dream to share with you. He would like to go down in history as the man who helped more people than anyone else. He would like to be remembered as the person who was greater than his dad and will leave behind him a heritage for his children to become greater than him. Wouldn't that be a philosophy you could pass on to your children? Wouldn't that be something great to accomplish in your family? Listen as he speaks to you, as he brings his message that he's shared all over the world now. An international traveler who spans the length and breadth of this continent goes to thousands of people in audiences all over the world, is a world-renowned speaker, requested now in over 23 countries, has a full-time job just meeting the people in his organizations all over the world. A phenomenon in, in his time, a man that you'll read about in history. A man that you can respect because he's a living symbol of what America is today and what you can become. The chairman of the board, Mr. Glenn W. Turner. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the first thing you have to learn to be great is you have to know the secret. And my secret of success is I'm a user of LSD. The real drug. A drug that can really turn you on. You'll never have any depressed moments. You'll never have any bad feelings. It's called love, service, and dedication. If you get turned on with these three things, you need no false drugs, like you find pushed around the corners and in the dark alleys. Because love for your fellow man will help you conquer the world the right way. Service to mankind and dedication to yourself and your family 
to provide a better way of life. Most people are free. You can sell a product because everybody believes in a product. Really, all you're selling is a man's belief in himself. Now, he'll pay five to ten thousand dollars in college, and he'll drop out sometime the second year, the first year, the third year, and he won't gripe about losing his money. If he's not automatically a millionaire in two or three weeks, he may just blame you for introducing you to it. And the biggest trouble you'll have is his friends and his neighbors and his loved ones will start telling him it won't work. Because when I first tried to be great, my lawyer told me that I was going in with a phony philosophy, that I couldn't become a millionaire, that I had a hair lip, that I was born on the wrong side of the track, and I was never going to get over. And I let people like this influence me, and they got a $5,000 check, a company that was teaching me a symbol of being great. Nothing like we have, but it was a start. It was a beginning. And I went back and asked my lawyer, and when he got through with me, my stomach felt like it had knots in it. I had butterflies. I couldn't eat and suffer. My wife cried. And I demanded my money back. I didn't get it. And while my lawyer was suing him, I made $28,000 determined to prove it would work. Being great is a simple thing. It's easy to become a multi-millionaire. It's easy to have success. And keep in mind, success is being happy doing one thing. But the hardest part is believing it can happen to little old me. That was my hardest thing. Once I ever believed it could happen to me, and once I ever made up my mind, nobody ever stopped me. There's nobody in the world can stop Glenn Turner and the people all over the world that believe like he believes. You'll have a lot of people that will join us, and three out of four of you that join us will not be great because you'll make up your mind that you're going to start off and you're going to do something. You're going to be somebody. And all of a sudden, one of your friends or one of your relatives or some public official or somebody, some newspaper article, somebody will say, dare to be great, ha, ha, ha. The greatest con game in the world. Because this is what they said about the Christians and they throw them in the lion's den. This is what they said about Billy Mitchell and they court-martialed him for trying to start a thing called air power. Ridiculous. This is what they said about Stewart who purchased a laster for a little over $7 million. Stuart's folly. Ha, 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 ha. Daring to be great. People will ridicule you, they'll laugh at you. And they don't mean any harm. They simply have never bothered to look. They've never bothered to fly to Orlando to see for their own self, to see with their own eyes. This is your choice. And you must take adventure one, adventure two, adventure three, adventure four, and then you must pass a qualified debt before you can sell the horses. Now, it's no great thing to pass that test. It's just an, a matter of you having an attitude. And unless you believe in yourself, you should never try to sell anyone else on it. Because unless you get your own house in order, you can't put everybody else's in order. So you're not buying the right to sell courses. You're simply buying the right to better yourself, improve yourself, to learn how to work and to handle people. If you can listen to me and you can believe every word I said, for 30 days, if you do everything I tell, and you as enthused as I was, and you'd make up your mind, you were determined to never give up, regardless of whatever happened. 
Nobody can sway your faith. If you had a wife behind you that had a backbone instead of a wishbone, if she believed in you like my wife believed in me, if she looked at you with admiration, if you thought you was the greatest man that ever drawn a breath on that face on this earth, you could become this type of person. It's very simple to be a success. But the only place success comes before work is in a dictionary. And you must work hard. You must make up your mind. You must allow no one to change it. Most people will lollygog around and poke around, and it'll take them weeks and weeks to make up their mind. And then once they make it up, the first guy that comes along and yell and laugh at them, make fun of them, they won't be a Christian anymore. They won't be willing to go into the lines in to defend the cause. It's not just a philosophy. It's a movement. It's a movement that will become the international language of the world. It will teach black and white and red and yellow and people of all languages and all denominations to love one another, to respect one another, to have the guts to stand for the conviction. It'll be the most criticized company that's ever came out of the faith of this earth. It'll be ridiculed. It'll be beat upon. There'll be laws to be tried to pass against it. And we'll have to contest many, many, many laws. It'll happen in your state. It'll happen in your city. It'll happen in your area. And the people that contest the laws will be the one that wants to keep the small investor small. He don't want you to have anything. He'll try to keep the 98% who are working for everybody else and the 95 percenters who cannot think for themselves. He'll try to keep them down because 5% of the people in this nation and every nation in the world control the mass majority. They put fear in you. They tell you're small. They tell you it's not possible. It's a dream. Glenn Turner, you can't make it. You got a hair lip. Glenn Turner, you were born in a charity ward. Who are you to think you can do something? Glenn Turner, you'll never make it. I'm not buying that deal, Glenn Turner. 37 people I talked to and 37 people laughed at me when I began my first company. Because they said, you're a dreamer. You're a schemer. You're never going to make it. And now they're calling up wanting to go to work and run one of my companies. They didn't even believe they could run it when it wasn't nothing. How can they run it now that there's something? <laughs> it's easy to be great. The hard part is believing it can happen to you. To happen to you and I. I wish I could read through this record, through this tape recorder. I wish I could lay my hand upon your head and do like Oral Roberts and Billy Graham and give you instant belief in yourself. Because in this modern day and age, we have instant coffee, instant tea, and instant disbelief. We've been literally brainwashed from childhood in believing in reading and writing and arithmetic. And we've been told over and over that two plus two equals four, and it's a lie. I've been getting a thousand dollars while you've been getting four because I cannot add. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Do you think we landed on the moon? I called up Dick the other day. And you know what the real story is? Well, we've been blowing so much money trying to get to the moon that people were criticizing that when that camera was shown, it wasn't shown on the moon. It was shown on the desert out in Nevada faking that landing. Now, you don't believe that, do you? It could be true. How do you know? You wasn't on the other end of that boob tube camera. You wasn't on the other end. Walter wasn't on it. Hunt wasn't on it. How do you know it's not so? 
Well, the government said it was okay and the government wouldn't lie to us. You think you elected the president? The big corporations in America elect the president. The lobbyists. There's more lobbyists in your state capital than there are senators and representatives. And you know who pays their salary? You know who brainwashed the legislator? The big mass corporation that wants to keep you working for them. Now, if you're happy working for a big corporation, you'll wealth the individual and you'll be a fool to ever leave them. You should just learn all the techniques of handling people and getting along with people so that you can become the manager, the foreman. You can become the further of that corporation. And if you can think and believe harder than anyone else you work with, you can reach the top of that corporation. Everybody doesn't belong in his business himself. Strive to be a great preacher, a great lawyer, a great politician. Strive to not be corrupt. Strive to put yourself in the other man's position. The people that we're trying to make understand our philosophy of dare to be great are the ones that really need our courses the worst. It's ironically, but this is the way it was when we fought our independence from England. This is the way it was when the English fought their independence from other people that have them in captivity. The black man says, I'm a slave. I was a slave. My grandparents at one time, way back down the line, they were slaves when they became Christians. You see, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, most of you out there listen to me through this microphone. Do not believe in yourself and never will believe in yourself because you've been taught to think small. You've been taught to listen to other people. You cannot even make a decision for yourself at this moment. You have to think it over. You have to ask somebody. And chances are the man you're asking is making more or less money than you're making. But you believe him because you trust him, even though you don't know what he's talking about. See, ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you're at tonight, listen to the sound of my voice. You could be great. There's only one hang-up. You have to believe it. And that's the hard part. You haven't been taught to believe. You've been taught to disbelieve. You've been taught reading and writing and arithmetic, and you've been programmed. Your mind has been lost. At the age of two years old, a computer was replaced by your brain. Your brain was shoved in the back, and a computer came in the foreground, and you were told all the things that you had to do in life. You were told that this would go wrong, and that would happen. You couldn't be happy. You were told. Maybe you can. Hope you can. Don't think too big. If you're rich, you can make it. You've got to have the contact. You've got to know somebody in the government. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And in most cases, you're right. Only the strong. Only the strong that dares to be great. We're looking for the Gideon Army. The army of 300 men is all we really need. You see, one thing that makes Clint Turner what he's become, and that's faith. That's my whole Bible. The word faith, I don't have to read and study and pray over and over and bother God with the same detail. Wouldn't it be nice that we all would believe God when he gave us one word, faith? It'd save a lot of writing, a lot of printing, and a lot of money. We can take the money we spent for the Bibles and put it in something else. Oh, well, I need all that. Maybe you don't. Maybe if you really believe, you really believe in God, you can just put one word on the wall that says faith, and it'd be your Bible. Because my Bible is in my mind. And with each and over 300 students from the first grade through the high school level to be great, can you imagine what these kids are going to be at the age of 18 and 20 and 21? 
Wouldn't you like to have been taught this philosophy all your life, first class, every day? You see, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd have been born in Russia, you'd be a communist. But you're born in America, so you're American. You had been programmed to believe in communism. And if you've been programmed to believe you were five and ten and twenty thousand a year, that's exactly all you're going to believe you were, and you ain't going to try to do nothing else. And if you do, somebody's going to tell you it ain't happened to little old you. You're listening to a man that used to be shy and bashful. I was so less confident about that that I went to sharecroppers to sell my work. And the only reason I was a salesman, no one would hire me and give me a job. I could not speak this crowd without my knees knocking. This crowd of three or four people. Lynn Turner has come a long ways. Lynn Turner has no fear. When you reach for the sun, you're bound to get a few blisters. But they heal fast. And it helps you grab the next rung of that ladder. And it makes that hand tough and strong to hold on when the wind blows. And it try to push you off. There's a fighting country, company. It's a company with a backbone instead of a wishbone. It's a company that only the strong would join. It's the company that only the people with the guts. But it's a company that everyone will regret they didn't join in the beginning. And whatever you remember, you remember these words. I have a 19-year-old boy that started out in one of my corporations. At the age of 20, he was a leader of a state. He was shy, he was bashful, and his mother and his father and everybody criticized him, laughed at him, made fun of him. They tried to get his money back for him. They worked and they connived and they schemed. And finally, someone got a hold of him and got his outlook right and his attitude right. And this young man brings in $100,000 a month out of his state. He just got a promotion to a regional director head of four states. And he brings out over a half a million dollars in cashier check, checks in three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. At the age of 22. Unbelievable? Sure, it's unbelievable. The man was exceptional, wasn't he? He's a born salesman, isn't he? I've seen baby boys and baby girls, but I've never seen a baby salesman. <laughs> no. His thinking was unbelievable. You see, he made it. But three out of four of you won't. Because you won't believe what you hear. You won't lie to yourself. You won't look in the mirror and say, you're the greatest man in the world. Your wife won't look at you and say, honey, you're the greatest. You're the man I married. You're the king. And I believe in you. And you can do it if anybody else do it. I'll help you. And I'll work side by side. And nobody will sway me. Because if you had a woman like that, that believe in you like that, nobody can stop you from becoming anything you want in this life. It's as simple as that. And if you put your wife on a pedestal like you should, and praise her, and love her, and treat her like a lady, she would back you this way. Hard to believe? Sounds like a con man. Sounds like a liar, doesn't it? I don't have time to worry about little old things. I don't have time to pick and knit around. I've got to do something. I've got to help get this country back to what it ought to be, like it was when it was only three million people in America. When the philosophy was, if your house burnt down, you went over to help raise it up again with your neighbors. And now if it burns down, the idiot should have had some insurance. <laughs> the meekest of men of history have become the leaders. 
If you'll check it out. A successful man or woman is only an ordinary man or woman who stayed on the job until it was done. And when you throw dirt, you're bound to lose ground. And I've never seen a statue or a record to a critic. The only one I've ever read about is Sophocles. And he had other things going for him besides critics, and I'm sure that's why it was erected. It's not hard to be great. It's hard to believe that you can. It's simple once you make up your mind. And you know what you have to do? You listen to me for 40 minutes, 35 minutes on this record. You need to be living it daily. You need to be working with somebody and say, let's go, Charlie, we can do it together. Over and over and over and over again. But you won't hear this. You'll hear, ah, uh, he was lucky that get on the record. I don't believe that junk no way. He conned you out of five bucks for the record. That's how he got great. <laughs> All kind of excuses. And I read a book. And I paid a dollar for it. That's what my neighbor said. Hey, really, he made a million dollars. He and he called you a dollar and another 999000 That That's really great. See, people are always this way. Don't criticize them. You know the only reason that road that you travel every morning to your work is paved so that you may never see that you're working yourself into a rut. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And the only difference between a grave and a rut is a depth. You've got to have the confidence of a bullfighter who goes into the bull ring with mustard on his sword. Doing the impossible, it's easy to do the impossible because you don't have any competition. Because most of you on this record are not going to believe me. So we're never going to saturate the American market with a dare to be great philosophy. We're only going to influence the leaders. Two years from now, if you're one of the few that chose not to join me, you'll see the Philistines in town that's doing the most business. And you'll say, why is that Philistines doing the most business? Somebody say, he's one of them dare to be great nuts. He gives his men a percent on selling gas. He pays them extra money if they'll sweep out the car. He pays them extra if they're courteous to people. He's got them selling tires at night, knocking on doors. He's one of them nuts. That's the reason he's making it. But it won't last. He's had it, you can't last. He'll get unreligious sooner or later. He'll backslide. Because somebody will tell him it won't work. And he'll get smart and he'll believe it. And he'll fall back down the line. And then you see this doctor that's running around whistling every day. Oh, he's a happy jerk. I don't know why I want to go to that doctor or not. He might be laughing and up me open at the same time. <laughs> but he's the richest doctor in town. Well, I hate to tell you, but he's another one of them dare to be graders. Can you imagine that old doc on half the county now? What about the man running the hamburger joint? His people staying with him. One man's been with him 10 years. How come? Well, they love him. He treats them right. He knows how to handle them. When they get depressed, he knows how to motivate them. He has learned that course number four, how to handle people. And that's the way Glenn Turner made it. He simply knows how to handle people. He had to learn it. That's why he made it. That's why he got people working for him right on. That's why they don't have any trouble in their unions. That's why they don't have any trouble in the business. That's why the union can't get in that business. Whatever you want, whatever your goal is, 
If you know how to handle and work with people and give them the benefit of the doubt, it will come true for you as it come true for me. My wife don't deserve a nice home any more than yours. And four years ago, I had just as many weak thoughts as you've got. Four years ago, I listened to a record by another man saying, if I could only believe that. Oh, God, if I could only believe it, it happened to me, I hear him. An eighth-grade dropout. It's a dream. I'm sitting here on this floor because they repossess my chair. And I'm listening to a record I can't even afford. And they call in my wife every day, the bill collectors. If I could only believe that could happen to me. And when I started to believe it, I listened to it over and over again, and I read over and over again. And every time somebody tell me it wouldn't work, I'd go back and I'd read those books. And I'd get my mind, I'd get those negative thoughts out, and I'd finally click. It started to happen. And when it came, it came in such great wealth and such abundance that it was hard to carry it to the bank. <laughs> and the people that once laughed at me, I'm laughing all the way to the bank. And more important is what I'm doing with my wealth. Tomorrow I'll give a $73,000 check to Mrs. Emily Jones in Lebanon, Ohio, to build a cripple children's home, which they said we'd never do. We were dreaming. I paid cash for a $2 million building because nobody loaned us any money because we were dreamers. We were young. They didn't want to take a chance on losers. They did us a favor. It's a beautiful, wide, wonderful world that you and I live in. It's a world that's your heart can beat with joy. And the greatest exercise you'll ever receive from your heart and for your heart is for you to reach down and help another fellow human being up. It's for you to make another person happy and joyous. I wish I could come through this record and appear sitting on your couch or wherever you're at right now. And I can talk to you eyeball to eyeball. It's true we make money on you when you come into our business, but they make money on you when you go to church. They make money on you when you go to the hospital. They make money on you when they sell you life insurance. They make money on you when they sell you a hamburger joint or when you buy a hamburger. They make money on you when you go to the theater. The difference in there to be great is they allow, and we allow you to make money also, along with us. We share our profits with you instead of let you always be the buyer. We then allow you to step on our side of the cash register. And you can have not only your greatness, but your investment back if you're willing to believe it and work. It may take you a year. It may take you two weeks. Some do it in a day. It may take you the rest of your life, and you may be one of those three out of four that will never make a dime. And the reason you'll never make a dime is you don't believe you will. It's as simple as that. Because whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve, The hardest thing about getting to the top of the ladder is getting from the crowd at the bottom. Life's battles don't always go to the strongest or fastest man. But sooner or later, the man or woman who wins is the man or woman who first is brainwashed into thinking they can. And you're brainwashed one or two ways. And I believe you can do something with your lives in your chosen field. Or you can't do something. If you're going to be brainwashed, why not be brainwashed the right way? The only difference in the Russians and Americans, as I said, 
is the Russians have one employer and we have many. Criticize, criticize, condemn the nation before investigation is a bad, bad way. I challenge you to investigate. Go to Florida and look for yourself. Come to Florida. Come to Reno. Stand in Africa. And we'll soon have them in your area. Dare to be great. All you have to do is believe it. And you can conceive it. And then it'll be achieved. I'd like to close by telling you a story that's true. Many years ago in Boston, an auctioneer was auctioning off fine furniture. And as he auctioned off fine furniture, for $10,000 a sofa was going. A bedroom suit for $22,000 went. An old man stepped in, in the back and up in the stand where the auctioneer was. And he was in rags and he had a grope of beard. And he was dirty and his clothes were torn and shreds. And he was weak from hunger and he trembled as he walked. And he staggered up to the stage and he looked the auctioneer in his eyes with those pitiful eyes and said, Sir, if you would auction off this musical instrument so that I might eat my supper. The auctioneer started to chew him out. He started to run him out. But he noticed that there were some society writers in the audience. And he wanted to get a little plug for being a charitable auctioneer. So he decided that he would do his good earn for the day. And he took the instrument and he held it up very crudely, a bow and a fiddle. Ladies and gentlemen, what am I bid for the old fiddle and the old bow? It was rusty. It was dirty. Some old lady in the back that just paid $22,000 for a bedroom suit and said, I'll help the old gent out to get some supper. I'll give two, sir. Somebody else said, no, give him three. Four, six, how about seven, eight, ten? Oh, now don't be so rough on the old man. Give him twelve. And the bid finally reached. $16. Going once, going twice. And the old man staggered to the stage and fell and crawled up on there and grabbed him by his knee. He said, sir, please, before you go any further, if I might demonstrate what you call a fiddle and a bow. And he took a rag from his back pocket and he began to shine on the bow. And it began to glisten in the light. It looked like silver. And then he shined up the instant. And the old man laid the instrument under his chin. And with trembling hands, even before he started, he began to draw the bow across the string. The most beautiful music in the world had ever been heard by the Society of Ladies of Boston in the 1800s began to flow from this instrument. The tears began to roll. And a herd of end drop. No longer was it a fiddle, but it sounded like a violin. It was. The most beautiful concert music they'd ever heard. And then he placed it down on a satin pillar. And with tears in his wise eyes and the audience crying also, he walked off. The auctioneer with a tear in his eyes picked up the pillar gently and held it up. Says, ladies and gentlemen, now what am I bid for this magnificent violin and this wonderful bow? $10,000, said one. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen, said another, going one, going five, but $28,000. What was the difference? 
It was simply the touch of the master's hand. You are the master, wherever you are in the night, no matter what world you're in or what country, you're the master of only one thing you can be sure of, and that is your mind. And most of you have turned it into a computer, letting other people tell you what to do. Don't believe in nobody unless they're willing to share their profits with you. Don't you work for up and it won't allow you to get part of the stock when it hits the stock market. Don't you believe in anybody unless they totally investigate the fact. Make your own decision. Get the fact from everyone and then make the decision from the facts of all sides. I've enjoyed talking with you and I look forward to the day when I meet you in public. And one thing I promise you, Glenn W. Turner will never, never, never give up. And nobody will ever stop us. And we're going to teach love throughout the world, unity and understanding that all men deserve the right to make decisions for themselves. God bless you, each and every one of you, wherever you're at. Thank you. Mr. Glenn W. Turner. Mr. Glenn W. Turner. Mr. Glenn W. Turner.